all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Tell me where you're watching from and share. All right, LWS, like, where, share. We are live now on all of our different platforms. We'll be up in uh, just a second on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, but good to see everybody tonight. If you are expecting, I need you to just type on the screen, I'm expecting. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video and put that in the atmosphere. I am expecting. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, that he does exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. Those are expectations. And ask is an expectation. Hey, Omaha. Hey, Linwood. And uh, a thought is an expectation. So y'all got to hear what I'm saying tonight. He will exceed your expectations, but you have got to be expecting. You have to give God something to exceed. Oh God, for some of you, I need you to get your expectation back. Especially now that you're, we're in the second half of the year. Your expectation has to be that the second half is going to be better than the first half. Anybody believe that? Can I just get you to release that? Type that on whatever platform you are. And we welcome all of our Facebook pages, Bishop Home and Harvard Church, YouTube channels, Bishop Home and Harvard Church, uh, Instagram channels, Bishop Home and Harvard Church, Twitter video, just Bishop Home the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. We welcome everybody as we are live on prayer tonight. I need your expectation up, y'all, so that you can give God something to exceed. He exceeds your, uh, uh, Ephesians 3.20, uh, he's able to exceed abundantly, abundantly above all you ask or think. Those are expectations. It's your expectation has got to be that the second half will be better than the first half. And watch me. Why? I need somebody to type the, uh, that question. Why? For many people, here, here's here's why you have issues with expectations. You are waiting on God to do everything. And watch me. But I need you to mature to a place to where you know that, watch me, God's going to do everything I can't do, but I'm going to do everything I can do. I need you to be clear about that. I know it's going to be better in the second half. Why? Because while God's going to do everything I cannot do, I'm going to do everything I can do. This is why I can have expectation. I'm not just sitting back waiting on God to drop something on me. Everything I can do to make it better, I'm going to make it better. Is that your prayer tonight, Father? In Jesus' name, we give you honor, we give you thanks, we give you praise tonight, God, because you are good, because you are faithful, because you are mighty, because you are strong. You have never lost a battle. You are an undefeated God. You are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lords. You are the great I am. A year, a share, a year in Hebrew, which means you will prove who you are and you would show us better than you could tell us. You are amazing. You are magnificent. Type, type a descriptive word of God. Let's give him uh, uh, let's give him praise and worship into his gates with thanksgiving his courts with praise type of descriptive word. If you're on a social channel of the Lord, you are strong, you are mighty, you are powerful, uh, you are all knowing, you are omnipotent, omnipotent. That means you are all powerful. You are omniscient, omniscient. You are all knowing. You're undefeated. You are marvelous. Come on, I'm going to call it out as I see it on the screen. You're a great counselor. You are matchless. You're king of kings and you're lord of lords. Come on, type it on the screen. You're wonderful. You're amazing. You're omnipresent. 
That means you are everywhere at the same time. You are there. It is a good, good father. You are holy. That means he's distinct. God, you are mighty. You are amazing. Father, we adore you tonight. The Bible says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. God, we magnify you. And so when we call up these words, describing who you are, what we're literally doing is magnifying you. We are making you bigger. We are making you stronger than anything that can be named. You have the name that is above every name. You are a God that has no equals. You are a God that has no rivals. And for that, we say thank you tonight. God, we come before you asking for forgiveness for all of our sins tonight, God, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, God, we thank you that you are the God that forgives us of our sin, forgives us of our mistakes, forgives us, God, of iniquity. That is generational sin that is passed down and around. You are the God that forgives us of transgression. Those are the sins that we willfully committed. We knew it was wrong and we did it anyhow. And you are the God that forgives us of God our sin. That is to miss the mark. That's to make mistakes. And tonight when we pray, we can be bold when we pray because we are forgiven. And tonight when we pray, we can be aggressive when we pray because we are forgiven. The Bible says in Proverbs 28 that the righteous or as bold as a lion. And that's what we are tonight, even in prayer. We are bold tonight. Come on, somebody type that. I'm bold. We are bold in prayer tonight. We thank you, God, that you give us the desire and the passion to pray. Prayer is something that we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. It is not something that is a chore. It is not something that we look at as, as, as a negative thing, as an obligation. God, prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. It is something that we get to do. We have access to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We have access to the Great I Am. We have access to the owner of everything. Your word says that all the gold is yours, all the silver is yours, the cattle on a thousand hills. What does that mean? Everything that is, it belongs to God. And for that, we say thank you tonight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Guys, do me a favor, share. I need everybody on every platform to share tonight. When you share, people get saved. And when you share, we've reached more people. We need to see all platforms. I need to see this on YouTube shared. I need to see it on Facebook. Come on, I need a few more of you to share. If you have not shared, need you to share tonight on the Harvest channel, you can share. Just share the website with somebody. On Twitter video, you can share. On Uncommon Gospel Radio, let somebody know that it is uh, live now. Hey, listen guys, a couple of quick announcements before we dive deep into prayer tonight. Number one, I want to encourage you, if you don't have our app, get our app. How do you do that? You just simply text the word HARVEST to the phone number 877-552-4746. Can I get for you? Feel you to type that on every platform, and um, that way you'll be able to get our app, stay connected to all things related to HARVEST. Again, text that word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Matter of fact, do it now so you can get the link to download the app. As a matter of fact, you can get the app real quick, and then you can click on live, watch live, and you can literally watch prayer live right now through our app, all right? Why do I want you to get the app? There's messages that are in the app. There's our music that's in the app. Um, upcoming events are in the app. Now that we're in the second half of the year, and the earth is open and the United States is open. Um, we are uh, have so many exciting things that are going to be happening. We've got uh, a related, we got a premarital boot camp um, for relationships that's coming up uh, in the next couple of months. We've got the Harvest Conference. We're going to do it. We were waiting to see what's going to happen in the world. We're going to do that in the next few months. So many amazing things that are going to happen in the next few months, and we want you to be connected and a part of that, all right? So get that app, text HARVEST to 877-552-4746, and you're going to build yourself to that. Let me also say, if you're in the Atlanta area, we'd love for you to find out more about Harvest Church Atlanta or be a part of our launch team. It's going every single day. I let you know that coming into this month that we'd have some dates and information and things like that uh, for you because it's summertime. I'm very mindful. Uh, the Bible says, be diligent to know the state of your flock. So as a shepherd, I am um, diligent to know the state of the people connected to me. And what does that mean? That means I know and I have studied and prayed and learned and learned 
when um, it's best to release information to people, all right? And so uh, we've got Atlanta information for you. We'll be releasing that here real soon uh, for you. Uh, I just have learned that it's, it's, it's how to release information. Let that be a, a revelation for every leader. Um, do not let trends and do not let the pressure of other people make you lead in an irresponsible way. The Bible says, be diligent to know the state the state of your flocks. Matter of fact, let me give you that scripture. And for some of you, be diligent to know the state of your children. Come on. That's Proverbs 27, 23. Um, be diligent to know the state of your business. All right. Some of you, you got to know it. You cannot ever get so big that you do not know the state of what's going on and what you're leading. I pray for every leader right now. If you're a leader over anything, I need you to put the hand wave emoji if you're on a social platform. And I pray God tonight, according to Proverbs 27, and 23, God, that we would be diligent to know the state of what we lead. That means we would be diligent, God, to know the state of what we lead. If we're a teacher, we'd be diligent to know the state of our classroom. If you're a pastor, you'd be diligent to know the state of your church. If you're a, uh, a bishop, you'd be diligent to know the state of those you lead. Whatever you are a leader over, the Bible says you need to know the state, know the condition uh, 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 of what it is that you are leading. So I pray for you tonight that you would be diligent in what you do so that your leadership would never be driven of the pressure of people, so that your leadership would never be driven uh, by the pressure of a trend or the environment, but that you would do it according to the plan and the purpose of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I get you to release an amen right there? This is so important, y'all. You gotta, you gotta make sure that when you're leading, uh, that you're diligent to know the state of that. So there's 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 some intentionality in in dropping a little bit here and there. There's some intentionality in that. All right. So if you're in Atlanta, though, we'd love for you to be a part of that. All you need to do is text HCATL to 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of you to put that on every platform that we're on tonight? If you're on social so that people can see it, text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746, all right? And you can stay connected and find out more information uh, about that. Guys, listen, there's another one. These praise reports blow my mind. Um, this is one of those ways that I am diligent to know the state uh, of those that I lead, all right? Um, I just need you to, uh, listen, regardless of whether or not you're part of HARVEST, our leadership network, our Bible college, Harvest Church, uh, or you're just extended family, right? Uh, I need you to hear me. Um, there is favor on the house. Let me see if I can another say, say it another way. Oh, where's the V? There's no V in this. There's victory on that V, the V that's in the Harvest Church V. There's victory on that V. You can pick one. Say favor on the house or victory in the V. You can pick one. Um, so listen to this. Another praise report that I happened to see last night, and this is for one of our Atlanta families. So what I love about what's happening now, right, is that if you are in the Atlanta area while we're getting ready to move to the pre-launch phase, um, you can still stay connected right now online. And, um, and what I love about it is we are having harvesters that are coming, that are coming to Denver. Yesterday, we had some folks in that watch us on New York. And they began to share with me so much so I was in the vestibule and I said to everybody in the vestibule, hey, y'all be quiet. Turn the music down, y'all be quiet. Listen to this story, how they got here. And it was actually through someone's transition. The, um, the uh, woman, she said, that watches uh, and her husband, and, and she said, I started watching you. Uh, she said, I started watching this lovely man. That's what she said. She said, I started watching this man of God uh, over seven months ago online. And she told the Lord, she said, Lord, I would love to go hear that man preach in person. She uttered that. Well, there was a transition in their family and her grandmother transitioned to go and to be with the Lord. Y'all better hear me. Her uh, grandmother transitioned to go and be with the Lord. So it ended up happening, watch me, that God answered that prayer, but he answered it in a way she didn't expect it because they had to get to Colorado to come settle all of the things as related to that 
And guess what? They got in the building from Albion, New York. They got in the building yesterday and said, oh my God. They said, and this is what he told me, the, the church of things, but he told me, he said, Bishop Foreman, you do not know. He said, our church, and we have a church there, it's a little small little town. Uh, he said, but we've been watching you and, and we literally, he says, you do not know the impact you're having in this small little town in New York. Stop. Can I get everybody to just release a praise? that God could use social media and technology to reach people that in small little towns like Albion, Al New York. I do not even know where Albion, New York is. Can I get you to just say, thank you, Jesus? Can I get you to say, hallelujah? Can I get you to release a digital praise right there? All right. So that's amazing. But um, we got harvesters that will travel from Atlanta. They will come for the weekend to come to church and then go back. It's amazing to me because they will look online. They will look at the testimonies. They will see how God is moving and say, we got to be in the building. And then when they get in the building and say, oh my God, uh, and to God be the glory for that. So listen to this testimony. We're going to start prayer tonight with another testimony like we started last Monday's prayer with a testimony. Why do we do this? Revelation 12 says, we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb. What does that mean? When Jesus shed his blood 2,000 years ago on the cross, that was the first step to overcoming. That, thank you. Thank you, Christina. Outside of Buffalo. Thank you. That was the first step to overcoming. That was the first step to overcoming. He says, but the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. That's the second step. Your testimony is always in progress. I need you to hear me. Which means, watch me, every time I overcome and beat a test, I have a new testimony, which means not only do I overcome the enemy once, I overcome them over and over and over and over and over again. And I need for some of you to hear me, whatever test you're facing, I need you to call it, say, this is my testimony. Come on, speak that out of your mouth. This is my testimony. All right. And so um, why do I share these testimonies with you? Because it stirs up your faith. It lets you know that if God has done it for another, since he is not a respecter of persons, if he did it for them, I need you to just make this thing clear. Say, my house is next. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Periscope. Come on. Say, my house is next. Type that on the screen. My house is next. My God, if you're making ways for other people, my house is next. All right. And so this is why I share this, share these with you to stir up your faith. So I how I, I happened to see this. Um, and when I saw this, I just said, this is amazing. So last Sunday on Father's Day, I happened to see a comment on social media. That's why for those of you that are part of our digital fam, when you're on social media, make sure you're commenting because you never know when you're going to get called out. And let me tell you the power of being called out. Let me tell you the power of being called out. First Samuel 3.19, the Bible says, and the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. I am not at all saying you put your faith in a man. I am not at all saying you worship. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying when you read God's word, God makes it clear that there are men of God where he will put a word in their mouth and he will not let those words fall to the ground. What does that mean? Those words are not just going to drop. Those words are going to go into the future and prepare it for you. This is why I always have you say things. I have you do two things a lot on prayer and in church. I have you say a lot and I have you agree with people a lot. Why? Matthew says, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. Why do I have you say a lot? Life and death are in the power of your tongue and they that love it shall eat its fruit. So you got to say it and you need agreement. You have to say it. You need agreement. You got to speak it. You need agreement. You have to speak it. You need agreement. All right. You got me? So this is why we do that. Like this isn't just preaching tricks or I'm just doing something because I'm no. There is a reason. I have reasons for what I do. I want to see you get results. That's my motive. I want to see as many people come to the Lord and the people that I lead, I want them living the best, experiencing the best, serving the best, walking the best, living the best. Let me be very transparent about my motives. Do y'all hear what I'm saying to you tonight? All right. So on Father's Day, there's a comment that I happened to see and, and I called out an individual. They said they were moving to Atlanta because the church was coming there. And so when they, when we said we were moving there or, you know, expanding there, they said, well, I got to be there. Right. 
So I happened to see the comment and I called out their name on Father's Day. Then I believe it was on that Tuesday or that Saturday, one of those two. No, no, uh, that pa this past Saturday when I did my on Instagram, I do previews of the word for Sunday. And on Tuesdays, I do previews of the work for Wednesday. All right. Make sure you don't, you miss, don't miss me on a preview. Tuesday night, Saturday nights. What time, Bishop? Whenever I go live. So you just got to make sure you follow me so that you can get the notification and click to get the notification. And so uh, they said, Bishop, just pray for me. Um, they, they, I pull, happened to pull up the individual and they said, Bishop, just pray for me. They said, you the man of God, whatever you pray, I'm good with it. I said, cool. Listen to this testimony. This came in last night. Listen to this. Shalom, Bishop Foreman and fellow harvesters. Too busy dancing. Therefore, I'll try to be brief in the order as follow. June 20, all in faith and resilience, I obeyed the voice of God and our bishop, relocated to Atlanta specifically to become an intrinsic member of the launch team. I need some of y'all to hear me. Watch, watch me. When you begin to obey God, listen to me, for some of you, when you begin to take steps of obedience, God will send people that you've never even met in person to support. Father, I pray for everybody right now that as they take steps of obedience, that the support they need will follow them. Come on. That the support they need will follow them. That as they obey, God, the doors will open. The finances will open. The support will open. The teams will open. Whatever they need, God, that as they obey, you would cause them to obey. The Hebrew says that you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of the Lord, you may receive the promise. I pray, God, that as we obey, Father, we would see results. Everybody pay attention. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. In the scripture, there were 10 lepers and Jesus healed 10 lepers. Uh, but listen to how he healed them. He says, go and show yourself to the priest. Show yourself is a Greek word, a Greek phrase that means go prove yourself to the priest. Because when you were a leper, you were unclean. And the only one that could declare you unclean was a priest. All right. The man of God. He had to declare that you were no longer unclean. So then you could change your garments so that you didn't have to look that way. All right. Because you had to wear different clothing when you were unclean so other people could see it. Everybody pay attention. So Jesus sent them and the Bible says, everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. As they went, they were healed. Stop. As they went, they were healed. I'm going to say it a third time for everybody in the back. As they went, they were healed. For some of you, hear me. What your challenge has been is that you're waiting to be healed before you go. You are waiting to see results before you obey. You are waiting to see what you, what, watch me, you're waiting to see your help before you obey and your help won't come until you obey. Y'all better hear me tonight. Hear me tonight. As they went, they were healed. Can I get you to type that on the screen? As they went. Father, whatever steps of obedience we need to take, I pray we would take them now. Can I get you with all of the authority, the gumption, and the intestinal fortitude that you have to type on the screen now, all caps, N-O-W, like you hollering, N-O-W, now, now, now. Now, here's another testimony. I was healed from panic when I came to see you in Denver. That's a testimony right there on Instagram. Come on. Now, now, as they went now, there are steps of obedience, God, that you are waiting on us to take and you will not release what's in your hand until we release what's in our hands. Some of you, there is a step you need to take. You know you need to serve, serve. You know you need to sow, sow. You know you need to forgive, forgive. God, whatever it is, make it clear tonight and give us the grace to do it. Come on, please lay one of your hands on yourself. Now, if you're driving, don't hold your phone and do that. Matter of fact, can I get you to just put your phone on your holder or put it in your other seat? I don't need you wrecking. We don't need to be praying for that miracle. All right, let's pray for another one, not for you to get up from, from an accident. Lay your hands on yourself. Say your first name. Say, do it now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Lay your hand on yourself. Say your first name and say, do it now. I rebuke procrastination. I rebuke waiting. I rebuke holding on until later. 
I rebuke you delaying in the name of wisdom. And it is not wisdom. It is simply learned disobedience. Yay. Glory to God. Please, y'all. If you have not typed the word now and you're on a social channel, type that word now, now. Come on. As they went, they were healed. Now, check this out. Jesus' instruction was go and prove yourself. Go and show yourself to the priest. Go and show yourself to the priest, all right? And the Bible says, as they went, we're in Luke chapter 17, for those of you who are my note takers, all right? We're in Luke chapter 17. And as they went, as they went, they were healed. Everybody listen to me. Jesus never said to them, be healed. Listen to me. Listen to me. Jesus never said, be healed. Nowhere in Luke 17 and any of the gospels does it say, and Jesus said, be healed. In fact, let me read to you exactly what happened. And I'm going to read it to you for Luke because Luke is a doctor. As a doctor or a physician, he pays attention to details that Matthew, who's a tax collector, Mark and Mark don't pay attention to. All right. They pay attention to different things uh, uh, more directly and more succinctly because of their background. They pay attention. Luke was a doctor. As a physician, you notice things other people don't know. All of my um, physicians, you know, we've got lots of people in the medical field that are part of Harvest. And you want to know some of what I hear from them? I remember one of them said to me, they said, sir, this is going to sound really weird. They said, but you have great veins. And I said, okay. They said, like, I've been paying attention to your arms and your, your veins just look like Oh my God, it would be so great to <laughs> like get draw blood from. Why? Because a medical person pays attention to details other people do not pay attention to. And then I started looking at it like, you know what? He's awesome. This is a juicy bag right there. All right? Okay. All right? So Luke, as a doctor, he's very familiar with leprosy because leprosy is a disease of the nervous system. I want to cover this in prayer because what leprosy means is that you get cut. You don't know you're cut. And you begin, your cut gets infected, and then that part of your body, uh, the skin begins to have necro, uh, necrophilia, so the skin begins to die. And then what happens is sometimes you have to amputate that part of your body. There, there's a spiritual leprosy where sometimes you can be hurt and you not know that you're hurt. And what happens consequently is your hurt is infected. And now there are parts of you that begin to die. Oh my God, I'm coming for you tonight because for some of you, you said you're over it. You said you're over it, but what's really going on is that that part of you died. Oh my God. Oh my God. That part of you died. That part of you died. And for some of you, watch me, your passion for life died. And it's coming back tonight. Your passion for people died but it's coming back tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, show us if there's something in us that has died because of necrophilia, that has died because of something God uh, in us that got infected in our spirit, got infected in our emotions, got infected, that got infected. And in Jesus' name, that it subsequently died. And Father, there's some tonight that will say they're over it. They're not over it. It's dead. And the problem is it's supposed to live. But tonight, I pray for every person who has walked away from church where you have had necrophilia. You have died in terms of your dedication to God's church. I pray you would be alive tonight. Come on, y'all. I need you praying. I need you praying. But those of you that have walked away from serving, I pray that your passion and desire to serve, that it come back tonight. For those of you that have given up on people and said, I'm done with people. I don't want to be bothered with nobody. I pray that tonight your passion for people, that it would come alive tonight. We serve a God of resurrection. Come on, y'all. We serve a God of resurrection. We serve a God of resurrection for some of you. Your, your passion. You used to be a very passionate praiser and worshiper, but it died. I pray it come back tonight. For some of you, you used to care about your physical body, but you have stopped caring. I pray that your passion for it come back tonight. Come back tonight. I pray you would not be an emotional leper. 
I pray you would not be a spiritual leper. I pray that you would not be a leper in your soul, your mind, your thoughts, your will. For some of you, your will to live is dead. You are a dead person walking. All you do is eat and go to the bathroom. I pray tonight that you would rise up and live. In the name of Jesus, for some of you, your passion for business has died. It is died. It is died. You are a entrepreneurial leper. And I pray that tonight it return to you in the name of Jesus. For some of you, uh, your passion for bettering yourself. You don't even try to make yourself better because you're around a bunch of average folk. But in Jesus name, I pray that tonight you would not be an intellectual leper. I pray that tonight you would not be uh, a, a social leper. In the name of Jesus, live. Come on, y'all, please live. Come on tonight, live, 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 live tonight. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I need for you to just type that on the screen, live. Type that on the screen, live. Every platform, live, 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 live. Jesus, live. Don't let anything distract you. Some of you are so distracted that you literally, you are a, you, you, you are, you have a leprosy of your focus. Your focus is literally dying of necro, uh, necrophilia. You are Dying. You're, you can't focus on anything for longer than a few minutes. But tonight, but tonight, but tonight, but tonight, but tonight. Come on. God, if you haven't shared this yet, please share this tonight. Jesus. Jesus. I was talking to uh, a man of God today. And uh, uh, he said something to me that when he said it, it, um, it, it shook me. And here's why it shook me, because he said this. He said, um, he said, I was asking him a question about something. And I wanted his, his thoughts on it. And um, uh, just because I thought he had an interesting perspective. And you know what he said to me? He said, um, he said, you know, I remember when I was really, really, you know, into it like that. And I thought, oh, no, oh, no. Oh no. I said, no, we, we, we gotta. And I immediately, I immediately began to pray against that leprosy, that spiritual leprosy, that spiritual leprosy. Matter of fact, let's, let's transition real quick. We're going to come back over here. We're going to come back. Right. Something just tried to distract me too. I just had to boop, click the little button and remove the distraction. Um, so listen, um, uh, listen, just had to remove the distraction. Just learn how to move, remove the distraction and keep it moving. I said, I'm not even going to engage the distraction. Um, I want us to move to the seat of the intercessor real quick, guys, on every platform. What's intercession? All right. Uh, to intercede is to go to God on behalf of somebody that can't go to God on their own. John chapter nine teaches us that an unbeliever, the only prayer that God hears from an unbeliever is the prayer of salvation. Prayer is a privilege that is reserved for believers. All right. It is not a right that everybody has access to. Um, there are some people you know right now that are spiritual lepers. They are spiritual lepers. They are literally big. They got hurt. They got wounded. They got distracted. They got, did everybody just got to get a distraction a few seconds ago. They got hurt. They got wounded. They something happened. And consequently, they, they'll say they're over it. They're not over it. That thing died. That thing died. That's what leprosy does. Leprosy. You literally, you cut your arm. You wouldn't know that you cut your arm. And so then consequently there, you'd have an infection and then you'd have to cut your arm off. The flesh would die. Everybody pay attention. And, and once flesh begins to die, the only antidote in most cases is amputation. You have to cut it off, which means, everybody listen to me, which means only God can restore life to the flesh. Come on. Only God can bring the flesh back to life. You even saw this happen with Naaman uh, and, and he had to dip, he had leprosy and all that and he had to dip and all that. And then the Bible says his skin came out and when he came out, his skin was like the skin of a baby. Uh, only God can do this. It means this is going to be a miracle. It's going to take God to do this. It's going to take God. It's going to take God. Can, uh, can I get you to type? I don't care if you pray for them a million times. We're going to pray again tonight. 
and you type on the screen, can you type on the screen the initials of some individuals that you know that have fallen away from the Lord and you want to see them come back? Some individuals that you know have fallen away from church, have fallen away from serving, have fallen away from, have fallen away. It's going to take God. You got it? There's this, <laughs> this song that says, uh, it's going to take a miracle from God. Only God can do it. Uh, uh, <laughs> and listen, it will. This was only, only God can do this. Got it? Because the only antidote human has, humans have is to chop it off. Oh my God. It's going to take God. Come on, let's sit in the seat of the intercessor, everybody. Some of you, watch me. The leprosy of a person is that they've never known the Lord. If you know somebody that's never known the Lord, put their initials on the screen. Every platform, if you're on a social platform, if you're on the Harvest Channel, speak those. Actually, you can speak the names. All right. If you're on Uncommon Gospel Radio, speak the names. We're going to pray tonight for them. Father, in the name of Jesus, we release these initials before you. We release these names before you, God. And we say, Lord, draw them. No man comes to the Lord unless the Spirit draw him. Uh, John 14 and 6. So, Spirit, we say draw tonight in the name of Jesus. We say draw tonight. In the name of Jesus, John 6, 44, no man can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him. Father, draw, draw tonight. It's going to take a miracle. Draw tonight. Draw tonight, God. Draw tonight. God, we pray that in the second six months of this year, you would draw like you have not drawn before. God, we don't just need revival. Revival means to bring something that was dead back to life. God, what we need is evolution. We need the next. And we say draw tonight in the name of Jesus from the north, the south, the east, the west. Draw them out of secular humanism. That is the belief in that as humans, that humans are an answer to themselves. Draw them out of false gods and false religions and out of trusting money and out of trusting their position and out of trusting their job and out of trusting their income and out of trusting their education. If Corona should have taught the world anything is that unless the Lord protects you, you stand awake in vain. If Corona should have taught anybody anything, it should have taught people that without God, you are hopeless. Tonight, God, we say draw in the name of Jesus, we pray. Can I get everybody to release a hallelujah right there? Every platform, every platform, every platform, every platform, every platform, hallelujah. Guys, can I just, we're going to come back to this thing um, in just a second, but we, we just had to transition there. If Corona didn't teach the world anything, uh, I've heard reports now where you got some European countries shutting back down. You have Australia shut down. Australia said, ain't nobody getting in, ain't nobody getting out. They ordered enough vaccine for 4% of the population, um, which at one point, like they were killing it. Um and of course, America, you know, we're open um, virtually and virtually 100% open virtually. And can I say this? If Corona didn't teach the world anything, by Corona, I mean coronavirus. I ain't talking about drinking Corona, <laughs> coronavirus. Listen, how in the world do you think you made it? I pray for those, about Spain too, I see somebody saying, I pray for those that have gone through this pandemic and have not found God. God, can I get you to put your city on the screen? Put your city on the screen. Type your city, every platform, whatever city you're in, whatever city you've got family in, whatever city you got friends you love, people you love. Let's call these cities out to the Lord. Because guys, if that didn't make you realize that, that you need God, what will it take? Oh my God. If, if coronavirus did not teach you that you need God, what will it take for them to find him? And I just pray, we're going to cover these cities. We cover Denver, 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 Gadsden, D.C., <clears throat> where else? Glencoe, Aurora, Waco, New York. Come on, put it on Toronto. Every city, come on, type every single city. Where you live, you got family in, you got friends and you got people you love or you care about. 
type that on the screen. God, we pray, Lord, that your spirit stir up in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray that you would do something in every city that we're calling out tonight, God. We lift them before you and we say, God, do not let these cities have overwhelming populations of those that do not believe. Come on, y'all. We speak just like in Acts chapter 8 when Philip preached the gospel and the whole city was saved and joy brought to them. God, we pray for that type of anointing on every city that we call out in the name of Jesus. We declare that we will not become America and every other country that's been called out tonight. We will not be a post-Christian nation. Come on. We will not be post-Christian cities. And I am not talking about fake Christianity, God, that parades itself in politics. I am talking about the Christianity of the Bible. I am talking about the God of the Bible, the miracle worker, the healer, the God that says he makes his people kings and priests, the God that says that he makes all things work together for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose in the name of Jesus. God, I am not just talking about form and fashion, but God, we pray that people will be saved, saved. What is that? It is a pop culture colloquialism. That whenever we say it twice, God, it means that thing is real. We pray for real transformation tonight in the lives of not just those we love, but of those cities tonight, God, that we have called out. Those cities tonight, God, we pray for our cities tonight in the name of Jesus. We pray for our cities tonight, God, in the name of Jesus, and we speak salvation. We speak transformation. We speak, God, servitude in the name of Jesus. Can I just get you for a moment to thank God that the Bible says that it's his will that all men might be saved. Father, we pray that you send the right message, you send the right clip, you send the right podcast, you send the right information, you send the right thing to get to them, to draw them to you. God, far be it from us to be selfish and say, well, at least I'm saved. But we got people we love that are not. Far be it from us, God, to say, well, at least I'm walking and living for the Lord. But we have people we love that are not. We cry out for our sins tonight. Come on. In the name of Jesus, and we speak the name of what our church is, even if you're not part of Harvest, just speak this name. We call forth a harvest. Put that on the screen. We call forth a harvest. Come on. In the name of Jesus, every race, every background, every ethnicity, GED, PhD, uh, 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 locked up, not locked up, tatted up, three-piece suit, bald head, bald hair, gold tooth, platinum tooth, grill, no grill, God, whatever their background is, everybody is included and nobody is excluded. So we speak harvest. We speak harvest. We speak harvest. The lab the harvest is plentiful and the labors are flew. So God, we say, use us as a harvester. Use us as a laborer. Use us as a laborer tonight. Everywhere we go at the store, we're laboring. We're harvesters. God, at the mall, we're laboring. What is a la what's a laborer? A harvester. One that gathers the harvest on social media. God, use us as a harvester, a laborer. God, uh, uh, um, wherever we are, use us tonight in the name of Jesus. We will not accept the statistics. Even in Atlanta, 60% of people unchurched and dechurched. That is not acceptable. Denver, 45 out of 50 for lowest church attendance in the nation. That is not acceptable. And God, we say use us. We stand open and we stand ready. We stand open and we stand ready. We stand open and we stand ready in Jesus' name. Can I just get you to say, Lord, use me. 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 And some of you say, well, Bishop, I got my own stuff I'm trying to go through. The Lord can't use me. He wants to use you right where you are, baby. Right where you are, sir. Right where you are, ma'am. Right where you are, daughter. Right where you are, son. He wants to use you right where you are. I know those cities, Hattiesburg, South Haven. I know that. I know those cities. Right? Right where you are. And somebody may say, let me make this real practical. How can the Lord use me? You don't need, listen, you don't, listen, you, you right in your share, 
Your share is the number one way he can use you. If you're not using your social media to share what blesses you, you are already missing how you can be used as a harvester, how you can be used as a laborer. Your share is how God can use you. Encouraging people. And when you encourage them, guys, it's not enough to just drop encouragement. Everybody, use, listen, everybody pay close attention to me. It is not enough to just drop encouragement. You have to make sure in business, can I teach my business people something? It's a free business lesson on prayer. A, B, C. Always be closing, which means in business, if you're especially if you're in sales, everything you're saying is designed to get the sale. Everybody listen to me. Some of you will say, you know what, so-and-so was really encouraged. I, and you feel good, but you didn't get the sale. Ooh, it got quiet right here. You feel good that they feel good, but you didn't point them to the word. You didn't point them to church. Got it? You pointed them to you, not to God's house. It's quiet now. You pointed them to you. Always be closing. We are in the bed. Like as a church, listen to me. As a church, there are lots of things we could do. Um, you know, there are lots of things that we could do. During the summertime, uh, a few years ago, we did, we did every festival in the city. We were out in the community. We've always been very out and active in the community. And the Lord began to show me things. He said, "Some, this is nice. It takes great pictures. He says, but some, it is not doing what you are sent to do. You are sent to, set, uh, to seek out and save that which, lost, which was lost. Go ye into the world, make disciples of every nation. He said, this is nice, but this has nothing to do with your clothes. Some of y'all better hear me tonight. This is good, but it has nothing to do with what you're supposed to do. So sometimes, you know, but I'm going and consult. I consult for a lot of churches of every size, of every size. Um, and uh, to do administration and all kinds of things and marketing, all kinds of things. And businesses, not just churches, but businesses too. And lots of businesses. And um, I'll go into some churches and they'll say, Bishop, you know, we got 40 ministries. And I'll say, 40 ministries? Oh, yes, we got 40 minutes. And they'll be proud about it. And I remember in, in one church, I said, so tell me, what do these ministries have to do with what your mission is? Silence. Then I'll say, tell me what these ministries are doing. I said, y'all got a, the women's ministry, the men's ministry, the uh, youth ministry, the deacon's ministry, the bicycle ministry, the knitting ministry, the go to have lunch ministry, the tea ministry, the grieving ministry, the no longer grieving, but may have some grief again ministry. The bowling ministry, um, the basketball ministry, the baseball ministry, um, the events ministry, the outreach ministry, the um, motorcycle ministry, the uh, um, the clean the toilets ministry, the I don't clean the toilets no more because the Lord promoted me in my new season ministry. You have all these ministries. And I'd be like, what are y'all doing? I said, how many people are in that group? All right. I remember I was in one church in big, huge, huge, huge campus, over 100,000 square feet. I said, how many people are in that ministry? Uh, we don't know. I said, let me see the report. Well, we don't get reports. I said, well, wait a minute. I said, we got all these ministries and don't nobody know nothing. I felt like, you know, Brown, don't nobody know nothing. I said, nobody knows nothing, anything about what's going on. And I said, and here's what's happening. Instead of going fishing, we're teaching people to keep the aquarium. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. We are supposed to go fishing, not just keep the aquarium. And so I had to learn to focus energy because people will get, come up with a million ideas of stuff we should do. This would be cool. We should do this. this would be, and I said, that has nothing to do with what our assignment is. So like, for example, Marvis, we support a lot of groups that do existing things, but we didn't need to recreate it ourselves. There was no need for me to recreate a woman's shelter when we have several women's shelters in the area that are doing good work. Let's just go support them. That's what we do. It's quiet here. It's quiet on this chat tonight. Some of you all, you cannot be distracted by stuff that has nothing to do. You are majoring in the minors and you're minoring in the majors. Father, we pray that we would not major in the minor and minor in the major. We pray that we make the main thing the main thing and not do stuff just to be busy. I rebuke busy and I speak productivity. Come on. I rebuke us just being busy but not productive. I declare in the name of Jesus, we are productive people because we are people that are driven by purpose, not by being busy. 
Busy doesn't mean productive. We are productive in what we do. In Jesus' name. How many of you right now, when I just taught you that and we just prayed that, you know there's some areas where you are like totally not, the major's not been the major in your life. This is wave at me, wave at me. Like you've been busy but not productive. Wave at me, wave at me. You, the, you gotta make the focus the focus. You gotta make, so I have learned, I am not gonna be busy. Don't, I don't even speak that. People say, how you doing? I'm productive. I don't even use the word busy. I don't like the word busy. Don't speak that over me. Don't say that in my presence. I don't wanna hear that. I don't speak that. I am productive. You can be busy and not productive. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And sometimes, everybody watch me. We're gonna get back to these 10 lepers. Sometimes what the enemy does is that he will have you busy, but you are very unproductive. And you will call it God. And God says, mm -mm, we are not, you're not, you are not doing, you're not, this is not connected to the main thing. You got it? So I had to learn that years ago. So I don't let people put their stuff on me. I don't let people put their, well, we need to be doing this. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. How is that saving souls? Excuse me, make getting decisions because it's really not a saving of a soul, a saving of a spirit. How is that getting decisions? How is that getting people to God? Well, you know, you know, no, no. How is that getting people to God? Because doing something just to do it, that does not interest me. And I am not pressured by a trend. I don't care. I have to answer to God, not trendy people who won't even be relevant in a few years. It's quiet right there. Listen, let's get back to these 10 lepers. Come on, just speak that over your life. I am productive. Speak that over your life. We're almost done. 10 more minutes. We're out of here. 10 more minutes. Speak that over your life. I am productive. I am productive. I am productive. You are productive as a mother. You're productive as a father. Come on, let me speak it over you. You're productive as a business owner. You're productive as a leader. You're productive as a servant. You are productive as an employee. You are productive as a business owner. You are productive as a son. You are productive as a daughter. You are productive. You are productive. What does that mean? I have produce. Yes, I got fruit to show from what I'm doing. I rebuke the spirit of being busy. It's a mentality. The scripture even says that there are busy bodies. These were people in church that were stirring up stuff that had nothing to do with the main thing. They having all these discussions that ain't got nothing to do with advancing the main thing. Have nothing to do with supporting the pastor's vision. Have nothing to do with accomplishing what the man of God wants done. The Bible talks about them. It calls them busybodies. It says they go from house to house stirring up stuff. I rebuke busyness and busybodies in Jesus' name. Oh God. All right, listen. So, 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 so look at this. Let's jump back over to where we were. Wow, this is good, right? I love prayer. See how prayer flows? We started one where we went to another place. We come back because when we pray, when we pray, when we pray, he responds. When we pray, he responds. And I always pray before prayer. Say, God, what do you want us to pray about? Because prayer is strategic. It is not just us, blah, 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 blah. In Jesus' name, amen. We pray, he responds. We pray, he responds. All right, so listen. This, there was this scripture I gave you. And this is so important. Psalm 127 and 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. What is this Bible saying? The Bible is saying, unless the Lord keeps that thing, it can't be kept. Unless the Lord protects, it cannot be protected. I pray, and guys, I really want to push you, especially over the next, um, the next six months, to be a serial inviter of people to watch online, of people to connect to prayer online, of people to connect uh, in the building in Denver when Atlanta's available, um, in the building in Atlanta. I want to push you to be a serial inviter. You got it? Because listen, here's, my, here's what I really think. I said, Lord, if, if coronavirus didn't make people realize they needed you, what will it take? What will it take? What will it take? That Bible says every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. And, and far, far better for that to be voluntary than involuntary. Wow. So I want to challenge you to do that. How many of you are going to do that with me? You're going to do that with me. 
You're going to be a serial inviter, either online or in the building. You're going to be a serial inviter. Wave at me. If you're going to be a serial inviter. Come on, Facebook. Where y'all at? Come on, YouTube. Where you at? Come on, Harvest Channel. If you're going to do it, just wave, wave at me. The Lord sees you. And come in. The Lord sees you. Bishop, what I invite them to, send them to harvestchurch.church. All right? Send them to harvestchurch.church. Um, all right? Um, now, listen. Let's go here. Luke 17. We were going here. It's where we were, and then we digress. Let's get back to where we were, and then we're going to close prayer out. Um, uh, when he saw them, we're talking about 10 lepers. As he entered the village, uh, he was met by 10 lepers, and we began to pray against leprosy. Remember that? If you came in late, go back to the beginning. Begin to pray against necrophilia or the depth of a thing. We begin to pray against that, all right? And so um, there were 10 lepers who stood at a distance. And, and let me say this. They had to stay at a distance. They had to stay. I know time did fly, right? They had to stay at a distance because when you were unclean, leprosy meant you were unclean. And literally, you could touch someone and leprosy, it was it was a transferable, it was a communicable disease, right? So they had to stay at a distance. And they lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, listen what he said to them. Go and show yourself to the priest. Everybody pay attention. He never, ever said to them, be healed. He told them to take steps. I'm going to say it again. He never said, be healed. He told them, go show yourself to the priest because the priest, the man of God needs to declare you clean so that you can change your garments. Everybody listen. For some of you, this is how we're going to have to end prayer. For some of you, you are saying, God, where's my manifestation? Where is my breakthrough? Where is Where are my results? And God says, I said, walk. You haven't walked. So since you haven't walked, you don't see results. Come on. I just said, so come on. You better come on here. Come on here, doctors. Say, I'm stepping. I just need some of y'all to say now. I had to say it earlier. I just need to put it in the atmosphere again. Now. Jesus says, go and show yourself to the priest. He never says to them, you are healed. And this is why some of you, here's what we really need to pray for. You need to pray for a spirit to obey. You question, watch me. You question too much. You question everything. Too much. You question everything. Why this? Why this? Just obey. Oh, God. Who am I talking to when I say you question too much? You like, like but what about this? Well, what about this? Just obey. Just do it. Just do it. I, I know this is not deep. There's no Hebrew or Greek here. This is simple. Just do it. Just obey. Come on, tell the truth. Come on, Tesla. Come on, I love it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Just do it. You got 40 million questions before you do it. And God says, well, that's why you don't see what you want. You ain't done what I said. I would have made it easier once you did it. And look what the Bible says. And as they went, they were cleansed. Shut up. And I don't mean shut up literally. It just means it's good to me. And as they went, they were cleansed. As they started walking towards the church, notice where he sent them to church. Got it? As they started walking to church, they were cleansed. In other words, every step they took, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh God, this is going to preach. I got to do a message about this. Wait a minute. Wait, what, what? This was all toe up. This was all, this had necrophilia all over it. The skin was dying. You could see through to the muscles. You could see through to the muscles. You could see, you could see the outline of the veins. Some of the veins in the have uh, begin to burst and to pop and, and all of that. But 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 guess what? Luke 17. But guess what? But guess what? Luke uh, verse 14. But guess what? But guess what? As they went, they were cleansed. As they stepped, they were cleansed. As they went, notice where they go, to church, they were cleansed. So for some of you, listen to me, you ready? Your miracle is a process. God, 
Give us the grace to take the proper steps in the process. Wow. Give us the grace, oh God, to take the proper steps in the process. Because as we go, we are cleansed. Can I go further here? Let me just finish this and then we got to wrap up. Then one of them, when he saw he was healed, stopped. When he didn't even, they didn't even make it all the way to the priest. When he saw, wait a minute, look at my, look, look, look. He ran back to Jesus, praising God with a loud voice. He fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. He was a Samaritan. He wasn't a Hebrew. So he was like a, he was mixed race, mixed ethnicity, really not race. Race was created years later. Mixed ethnicity. Then Jesus answered, were not 10 cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner, this non-Hebrew? And he said, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Now, well there is this Greek word, Catharizo. Catharizo means it's different than cleanse. Nine, nine of them were cleansed. One of them was made whole. Ooh, this is good. You ready? Nine of them, I timed out again. Nine of them, nine of, y'all ready for this? Nine of them, nine of them, you ready? Nine of them were cleansed, but they still had a hole. There was still something that was wrong. The thankful one was the one that was made whole. Let me see if I can make it simple. It's like a donut. Nine of them, watch me, the donut was edible. Go with me, okay? But the one that was grateful and thankful, there was no longer that hole in the middle. Watch me, here's how we're going in prayer, like this. If you are grateful and thankful for what God has done the first six months of 2021, I want you to type gratitude on whatever platform you're on. God, we're grateful. God, we're thankful. God, we're appreciative. God, we are grateful. We are thankful. The Bible says he did it with a loud voice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't worry about your neighbors. Your neighbors don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in. Your neighbors, don't worry about them. I need you to be loud with your gratitude. Matter of fact, type it in all caps if you can. If you don't know how to do it, don't, don't worry about it. But if you can, do it in Jesus' name. I started giving you this praise report, and then we digress. See how prayer works? I love it. About someone from Atlanta. I'm going to have to finish this praise report tomorrow night. I want you to hear the rest of it. It's amazing. It's on our Change Lives blog tomorrow night. Um, guys, don't let me forget to share it tomorrow night uh, in the preview. I'm going to give you a preview tomorrow night of Sunday's, uh, of Wednesday night Bible study message. It's going to be amazing. Last two things I want to do. If prayer bless you, bless it. How do you sow? You can use, if you're on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, they have these badges you can use. You're welcome to use that. Or you can use our normal methods. You can use Cash App. You can use, which is dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can also use our um, our uh, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Can I get a few of you to put that on every platform so people can see that? Um, and let me also do this. If tonight you are not a Christian, tonight's your night. You are not watching this by accident. If you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him tonight, it's your night to recommit yourself to the Lord. If you need to redo, commit yourself to the Lord, do it tonight. And thirdly, if you're like, Mr. Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God, but you want to be sure, I want for you to be sure tonight. I want I want you to be sure tonight. So wherever you are at, wherever you are at, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on three. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. Respond right now. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. This is your moment. This is your time. Uncommon Gospel Radio, wave that hand. Harvest Channel, wave that hand. Those of you wondering what's going on, it timed out. I just started a little early tonight, so it timed out. All right, wherever you are at, wherever you are at, do that hand with emoji, just say, it's me. I will count for you. I'm going to count down from 10. 10, I'm waiting. 9, don't hesitate. Click the button. No guilt, no condemnation, no saying. 8, God's coming to get you tonight. 7, he's waiting. 6, he's waiting. I see you. Come on, they're responding. 5, 
or six, excuse me. He, they're responding. Come on, come tonight. Come, 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 come. Four, come, 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 come. Come, come, come. No, no guilt. Nobody's judging you tonight. You are in a safe place tonight. Four, three, come on. Two, they're responding, y'all. One, come on, keep responding. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. You need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord. Here's what I want everybody to do. Everybody, pray this prayer with me. Every platform, say, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for coming to get me. Woo! Come on, y'all. Say, thank you for not leaving me out here on my own. I confess with my mouth. Come on, everybody say it. I believe in my heart that you are my God and you are my Savior. And tonight, I give you my life. Give me the grace to run this race. I live for you now, not for myself. I have a reason to live. I shall live and not die. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Listen, guys, here's what I need you to do. If you just prayed that prayer, do this for yourself. You're going to want to text the word decision to 877-552-4746. Somebody, I'm reading a comment over here. It says, I just typed your name to and prayed, and then this person made a decision tonight. Do y'all see what I'm saying? When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple, y'all. It ain't hard. It ain't hard. Come on. I need us to do this. These lives matter. These individuals, every single person, you look at me, you matter. Do you, you, do you hear me? You matter. You matter. Like you are not just some bump on a log that just sent it to have babies pay bills and die. You were sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. Shoot that text. Text the word decision to that phone number, 877-552-4746 across every platform. All right. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Thank you. Bishop, you matter too. Thank you. I appreciate that. I do. I do. I do. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Again, if this bless you so, bless what blesses you. Um, the information there, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, number two, or Harvest Church at Church for us. Give PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Gillify, all of that. Hello at Harvest Church at Church is the email. Tomorrow night, love you too. Tomorrow night, I'm going to go live on Instagram and I'm going to pray for some of you individually, prophesy to you, and give you a preview of Wednesday's message. If, if this series has blessed you, I need you to share it. All right. Love you too. Love you guys too. Shalom, everybody. Have an amazing night. Night, night. <laughs> Shalom. Night, night, everybody. Shalom. Love you guys. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.